What's that place you've always wanted to try? Well, you're there. Sharing plates with just one bite. Or on second thought, maybe not sharing. It's that good. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. Hi, this is Angel Sessions. We want to thank you for listening to the Let's Chat and Jams podcast. Tap into the episode featuring myself, now available. Hey, what's going on, everybody? MC Andrew Love back on your screen and your speakers one more time. And welcome to another edition of Let's Chat and Jam. In this episode, I speak with a sister out of Long Island. Her name is Cherie Yiel. All you got to do is tap into this interview we did right now. Hey, what's going on, everybody? MC Andrew Love back on your screen and your speakers. One more time with another edition of Let's Chat and Jam. In this episode, I'm speaking to a sister coming out of the New York City. And her name is Shetty Yigel. So without further ado, let's bring her in, everybody. Welcome, Shetty Yigel. Hi, thank you so much for having me. It's awesome to be here. It's great having you. Yeah, your, your name is awesome, man. I, I, I think it's a dope name. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate you, that. Hey, disc jockeys. Hey, disc jockeys. Take notice. That's how you pronounce her name. Shetty Yiel. I can say it all day. <laughs> it just rolls off the tongue, y'all. So Love what have it. you been? Oh, well, I appreciate it. See, I wanted to make sure you felt comfortable. So the first thing I did was practice your name. I'm talking about for almost a week. I'm sitting there like, okay, who's coming in? Shadi, you yell. Yeah, you can see it. Just, just yell too if you're if you're tired that day. But like, that's I love how you say it. You have to say uh, it that way now. You got it. to man because that's how you pronounce every syllable. So that that whole name is my artist name, but it's derivative from my first name, my legal first name, which is Gabrielle, but Sherry is you know it's haitian or, or creole or, or french for like darling or sweetheart um and there's a more sentimental reason why i chose that uh the name is really meaningful to me it, it gets kind of kind of deep a little bit solemn and so i don't want to bring the energy there right away but i'd like to get into it later we could definitely get into it later but i i tell you i'm digging the vibes thank you I'm- I'm digging the vibes because I was listening to your music for the past couple of weeks because, you know, in order for me to get to know my guests, I, I got to get versed with their music. And I'll tell you something. You're really good at what you do. Your delivery is on point, man. It's like I can hear the pain in your lyrics. I can hear the heartbreak. I can hear the stress. I, I can hear the hard work. I can hear the sacrifices you've made throughout your years of life. I can hear all that in your delivery. And I hear that you work hard at what you do. Like, it's a constant practice for you. Every day, you strive to get better than the day prior. That's how you are in life. And I know that's how you take music. Absolutely. Thank you. When did you realize you had a passion for music? I think the the passion itself I was born with, you know, um, I think... In, in in my field of study, we have this term called the music child, 
um, at least if you come from that perspective of, of that work. And um, I think, I think children are born. I think we're all born as musical beings, but I, I loved the attention. I loved the performance, you know, performing for my parents at some point, you know, getting into my, you know, as, as a kid, you can write and you want to write stories. And I loved writing stories and you want to write poems and you learn about poetry. Um, at some point in, I don't know, maybe fourth or fifth grade, I was writing poems and eventually those poems became songs, especially in middle school. Um, and I always loved singing. I never felt like I was really, really good at it. Uh, that's still something that I'm working on as I, as I help other people work on it too. But, um, I, I think that's part of why I've just worked really hard because I, I was, I felt like I was good at writing and I loved the songs that I wrote, even the, first ones I recorded that were not that good but um you know there's there's an attachment to those parts of the journey too so I'd say since since middle school I decided to take it very seriously and start pursuing the career which is very abstract you just gotta squander it for a while and try some things that you think make sense and I've, I've just been trying to evolve a bit further from that every year. Well, I'm digging the vibes and you are doing what you set out to do. You are making strides. I Thank hear you. it in your music. And I think we are our own biggest critics. And let me just put your mind at ease and let you know that you're doing a great job at what it is you do. I appreciate it. And I'm sure everybody else that's listening to your music or listening as we speak, appreciate what it is you do. So let me be the first to say thank you. As a fan of music, thank you for making beautiful music and making music that I, as a fan, can actually sit back and enjoy because it doesn't offend me. Your music actually empowers me, makes me feel good about myself, makes me want to just keep listening to more music. And I can't wait to hear what Sherry Yiel has more in store for me. I can't wait. wait. Thank you, MC Angela. I appreciate that. There's certainly more in store. So um, that, that empowers me so much. I appreciate that. Who would you say is one of your greatest influences? Uh, So... Funny enough, Michael Jackson, as I'm sure countless uh, of your artists have said, uh, most people don't don't hear the Michael Jackson influence in my music. But um, when I I, re- I remember listening to songs like "You Are Not Alone" and um, "Earth Song" and "They Don't Care About Us" and "Speechless." And Fall Again, which I believe Michael Jackson wrote. And you can find his like unedited, imperfect demo version on YouTube. And I remember finding that and just like bawling because it was so, first of all, that song is gorgeous. It's by Glenn Lewis. And it was in that movie with Jennifer Lopez. Don't remember which one it was, but 
you can find Michael Jackson demoing it in the studio. And it's like, there's moments where not even all the words are done. So it's just kind of mumbling and feeling the vibe and it's not mixed. So like, you know, not everything is perfect, but it's perfect and it's beautiful. Um, and so just him as, as a songwriter and when his mother uh, in some film or something said that like he would just wake up in the middle of the night and scream because, you know, he had a new idea for a song that resonated with me so much. So he's just as a creator and as a performer and the way he would like hug people um, and embrace the people who loved his music. Um, he's always been one of my main influences along with Alicia Keys, SZA, Nelly Furtado, India Ari, the Fugees, but also Black Eyed Peas, the emo punk bands like Green Day and Fall Out Boy and Standing at the Disco. That was like my middle school, like coming of age era, you know? Um, so I was, that, that phase was a big part of my life, especially growing up as like one of the like only Black girls in a white neighborhood. You end up with all these different influences. So yeah, I, I think and I hope that when you listen to my music, you hear a lot of different pieces and elements because I, I come from a lot of different pieces and elements. I'm digging the vibes. I'm following along with you. And I can relate to Michael Jackson because Michael Jackson was one of my heroes in music and entertainment. And my favorite video of all time was Thriller. And when I was like, I was a kid. I, I think I had to be six or seven when that song was out. And, and I'm always sitting in front of MTV, like, play Thriller, play Thriller, play Thriller, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. One thing Michael Jackson said, and it stood out to me, was he said that music is already written. Songs are written. All you have to do is reach out and grab them before somebody else does. Mm -hmm. And when he said that, it, it just... It made sense to me that all songs are already completed. They're, they're heavenly made. And, and you're just a vessel of what God has in store for the world. And man, I, I just, it, it just it followed me throughout my life about music. When I hear music, and when I hear artists like yourself that make music really well, and they take that craft seriously, and they make music for the sake of making music, and, and giving people something to remember and also to think about, those are the artists that I tend to gravitate towards. Those are the artists that I like to listen to as well as help promote. And you are dope with it. Thank you. And folks, I'm telling you something. I'm not saying this because I'm a fan. I'm saying it because it's real. Shetty, you yell, she's awesome. And she knows what she's doing in the studio and she knows how to drive her point across. What I'm saying to you guys is check her out, tap in on all platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, YouTube Music, Pandora. The list goes on and on because if it's streaming going on, Shetty Yell is in the middle of it. And all you mm. got to do is spell out her name. That's C H. E-R-I-Y-I-E-L-L-E. -L -L -E. And she'll pop right up. Yes, thank you. When you're not in the studio and you're not creating music, 
because I know you don't live in a booth. What do you do when you're not at work making music? Uh, so I, since finishing college, I have been doing a lot of things. Uh, right now, I drive a little bit of lift. I teach at Guitar Center. I teach beginner and intermediate voice and piano. Um, I just started a, a side project called My Indie Coach. The website is myindiecoach.com. So basically take everything that I've learned in my journey to help other independent artists or developing artists just hone in on their skills, whether it's songwriting, voice, music theory, and piano. Um, and then we offer other things from a couple of other people that wanted to join in and, you know, just share everything that we've learned so far. Um, and in a really supportive environment, no egos. We're not trying to hold back because, like, if you learn too much, you'll be my competition. It's not like that, you know, because we believe that, you know, what's meant for us is going to be for us. And there's not anything that anyone can do. You know, if someone that we, you know, hold something to wins and that's a win for us, too. So um, I I do a lot of teaching. I also work with this company who brings uh like science and robotics and and you know building engineering I ideas to little kids in in Hempstead which is a local town uh hop and skip away from me um so these are some of the little odd jobs I love working with kids I love just you know trying to work with as much music as possible and even when I'm driving Lyft I'm just in a car jamming all day to my my driving playlist and sometimes I get to share my music with the people I drive and they become some of my most passionate supporters. I've met producers that I love driving Lyft. So yeah, that's, that takes up a lot of my time. All of those different, you know, got, got to get it somehow, all those different uh, bags that I'm working on. <laughs> I'm proud of you for going out there and making it happen. You know, Thank you. this pandemic has really shut the music industry down. However, it doesn't yeah. shut down the music artists from going to the studio and making music. Right. Speaking of music, there's a song that I want to talk about that you've made. It's called Off the Rim. Can you talk about Off the Rim and can you give us a backstory to this song? I should have brought more tissues just thinking about talking about it gets me really emotional yeah so off the rim we'll start with the title kind of bring it up in, in the lyrics a little bit but it has a double meaning of um like a basketball reference and a drinking reference not much of a drinker but during that chapter of my life i understood a lot more of why people drink and why people turn to substances to get by I loved basketball. I was, I was a basketball player until somewhere in the middle of high school when I started modeling and didn't want to hurt my ankles. Modeling was one of the ways that like, I didn't know people in music. I needed to meet people in music. I knew that models hung out with music people and I was tall and kind of pretty. So I could probably model my way into meeting somebody. <laughs> and so that's what I did. But I loved basketball. Um, and my dad would bring me to games and he was always supportive of my music. I had to kind of battle it with him a little bit because he wanted me to be in the medical field, like a good Haitian girl and be secure in life. 
Um, but at the end of the day, he loved, he loved, uh, to see me perform and, and pursue my dreams. So in college, when I first started college, he, he was diagnosed with leukemia and he ended up passing away my second year. And that was so devastating for my family. The third year of school, my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer. And so I don't remember what year it was that I started writing these songs on the Surrender EP. A couple of them, I think, might have been written like before all of that just escalated so wild and so quickly. But Off the Rim was one of those songs that um, I just created in a very raw way. I was in this seat, in this little corner. Um, I don't know how much you can see in my setup, but right nice. here. With, thank you. Um, I was right. I was right here. I think I wrote the lyrics and the melody and I recorded the, the reference. I, it must have been like 15 minutes. Um, and I had a bit of a beat and it didn't take that long to, I'm not going to say to finish, but to get most of it down. I was so heartbroken. I was so close to my dad. We were, we all were. And the family was just having such issues processing that loss and that grief. And so I just wrote it from there, really just getting it out and trying to not be destroyed by all those feelings and struggling to, you know, rediscover my family without his physical presence. It was a lot. I'm sorry for your loss. Yeah, thank you. I, I didn't know this was that deep for you. Had I known it was going to be this deep, I probably would have chosen another song. You know what? It's it's okay. I'm I'm glad you did, and I didn't say anything because I want people to to know that. And and when it comes to my name and you know what I do with my platform under the cherry tree, I feel like I have to be willing to share that because that's that's why I released it. That's why when people read my bio, it sounds the way it sounds, and when I invite them to these meetings. I have to be vulnerable and be real too. And I want people to know, I want people to know that and to see something deep, just be like, I, I, I welcome people to ask and I want people to know I'm not the only one since I've lost my dad in 2014. I've seen so many other people lose their loved one. And so if there's any way that I can really let people know that they're not alone, that the pain stays, but we keep it pushing that you can still, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll live still um I, I want to so i'm happy that you chose that song and i'll i'll just add one more thing before your next question i want to go back to the name i chose sherry because i can remember what he sounds like calling me that you know because uh, it just means sweetheart darling and memory fades of certain parts of the person but those things that stay are precious so uh, that's part of why i made that my name and yell is a powerful use of voice. It's just the end of Gabrielle. But when I looked up Y-E-L-L in the dictionary, that was one of the definitions. And I knew that even though I struggled with my voice a little bit and I struggled as a singer to, to learn, but I'm still learning and I'm, I'm loving singing now more than ever. I knew that even if I don't have like the most perfect voice, I'm going to use it powerfully. You know, there's going to be an impact from my voice. At least that's what I hope. So uh, that's that's how I created my name. Well, I believe that was a beautiful thought. And uh, it's kind of ironic 
how you're in my story is kind of parallel because I MC Andrew Love. Andrew is my government name, my first name. But MC is the first two initials on my father's last name. Mm-hmm. He passed away in 2007. Wow. And so I felt that in order for me to best represent my father is to use his two first initials of his last name in my first two names. See, one artist said to me, hey, MC, there is no MCs anymore. People think that you're a rapper. I'm like, well, you know, I could do bars here and there, but it's mainly for my dad and out of respect for him. And so that's why I chose to be called MC Andrew Love. Well, you know, love is my favorite for a little word. It's a feeling and it's a it's a personality trait. Love is an action term. It's a verb. Yes. Some people think love is a noun, which describes a person or a place. Oh, I love my car. No, love is when you tell somebody you love them. Now it's time to put the footwork in. You can't just tell somebody you love them and, and not act on it. You have yeah. to act on it. Love is a verb. It's like running. I'm running to love you. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. You're running to love somebody. Mm-hmm. People, let's stop using the word love and throwing it around like it's just any other word because it isn't. It mm-hmm. means more than that. It's a term to saying you're actually doing something to show somebody that's how you feel for them. I'm telling you, when you love Shadi, you yell her music, you play it on all platforms. I don't <laughs> care if you have just Spotify. You go get Apple Music and you play her music on Apple Music too. <laughs> you know why? Because you love Shadi, you yell. Why would you want to just listen to it on Spotify and Apple Music? We can also listen to it on iHeartRadio. So go tap in to Shadi, you yell on iHeartRadio also. But while you're there, tap in to Let's Chat and Jam because we over there too. Love it. Thank you. That's yes. fire. <laughs> what I want to do now is already in progress. I want to bring y'all to a little snippet of the song Off the Rim because then you'll understand why she was emotional. So let's hear it right now. Just a little bit, a brief snippet of Shetty Yell Off the Rim. Wow. I don't know what you're talking about. You sound really good. Wow. Oh, man. You got to tap in, y'all. Press play on all platforms. Go go listen to this song. That's it, y'all. That's it. You got to go press play on your own time. Go to all platforms because, as I said earlier today, if it's streaming, the Shetty Yell is right in the middle of it. Thank you so much. Well, just Damn. a little brief clip of that song just made me tear up. I'm telling you, I feel like there's some onions being cut around here. I need to go find out where. Man, if only you were there when we were recording it. I was, that was probably one of the most painful recording sessions that I had because I needed, I had a friend there just to like, just to like give me like, warmth and hugs when I needed it I, I wanted people to hear that I wanted I, I wanted to be there in, in 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 the booth and in the record and so just even hearing it it's it can be hard to hear for me too sometimes 
it's a haunting song, very haunting. Yeah. Yeah. But you did it very amazingly, well put together song. Um, it's a very beautiful song, a beautiful painting of your life. It's like a portrait. You're like an you're like a painter, but you, instead of painting with with paint, you paint with words and sound. Thank you. I you know what's funny? Before I was writing, I loved to draw, and yesterday uh, at work. It was it was yesterday. One of the students at the program I work at, she was having a rough day. Her energy was drained. So I asked one of the other teachers, I could just go on a walk with her. And I got to know her a little bit. I got to, she's a beautiful young black girl. I got to know she wants to be a lawyer. I got to know she loves drawing. And I promised her that after class, if she just you know stayed in class, I would show her some of the drawings I made in high school. And I showed them to her and she loved it. Um, and it made me just want to go back to drawing and painting again. But yeah, a lot of creatives, we don't just do music. We do a lot of other things, but we've chosen to share our music first. And I'm happy to share my music most. But this I drew, my what I call the sherry tree. And you'll see it on my website and everywhere. It's my logo. This is a C and a Y. And it's the tree, sherry L. And I, I do love the moon. Tell us some of your experiences you've had since you've been in the industry. In the industry, there's so many experiences to have. What I can say is I've, for the most part, always been treated uh, with the energy that I give. And I'm grateful for that. Um, I feel like I haven't experienced that much of the industry. I've definitely experienced rejection. I've definitely taken some hard criticism definitely felt small and I don't know I'm so detached from those moments now I think part of the pandemic is like it's almost like it's slowly like got you up a roller coaster just to like drop you down to the future um so I feel a little detached from all of those things especially because I've been working so hard to grow and to get better. And I, you know, my mom always like her thing is like, be undeniable. So I'm just, I just work towards being undeniable. I've, I've been backstage at awesome like events and shows. And, uh, I see that bigger artists I look up to are, you know, they're just people. They just, they just need to eat and drink water and, you know, (laughs) exist in peace. Also, I've been in studios where, we just vibed and wrote song after song after song after song and concept after concept after concept because that's how a lot of things can be. If you want to be a songwriter, some of those sessions can be like that where it's like the producer just wants, all right, that's cool. Another one, write something else. All right, that's cool. Another one, write something else. Um, and and that's that's exhilarating. I love that type of environment sometimes too. I've made friends. I've lost friends. And I think a lot of it comes down less to less about the music, but more about just the vibe, just how, how a person is with themselves and is with other people. And sometimes you have to, you have to take a step back and not take everything personally to recognize what's happening objectively. I've had sessions with people who they came here and nothing bad happened, but we just never, we just never connected again. I haven't experienced too much cattiness. I try to just be myself. And I think a lot of times people get disarmed. I don't want to smoke. I just want to love, you know, I, I just want to love. I just want all of us to be okay. 
Um, so I don't tend to experience very much drama, you know, because I don't want smoke and I don't like giving anybody that energy for me. I just want to be great. I'm sorry. Um, I just want to be great and see other people be great too. Do you have any advice for all the youngins that want to do what it is you're doing? Yes. What can I say quickly? There's so much that I want to say to them. Find out what's true. Remember that the truth always has different forms and shapes. Even something that I say, it'll be different in another situation. It's not to say don't believe anything, but believe everything to an extent. If you want this to be your job, then treat it like a job, but a job in the sense of what we use a job for, but not in the sense of you don't want to go. You don't want to do it. It's a drag. You don't feel like doing it. Even those pieces, just meet it all with gratitude. Be be a geek. Be as weird as you want to be. You start realizing that a lot of us are just weird in the same type of way. <laughs> However we look or sound about it, um, your parents might not be meant to understand. But um, a lot of times, from what I find in the in the business, um, it's much less about being liked or understood as it is about being respected, at least to me. And so someone who you might not like me, you might not like my music, but you're going to respect me. And if you don't respect me now, you're going to respect me later. Um, and uh, people want to be around people that they can learn from. People want to be around people that they don't feel is going to hurt them. And that isn't draining their energy. So don't be someone who drains people. Be someone who gives people energy because energy translates to greatness and can translate to money too, if that's what you want to make. You know, the more energy you have, the more creative you're going to be, the more time you're going to be able to put into it, the more you're going to want to study and read. You can't do all of that if you're just drained and you're constantly draining yourself and draining the people around you. Or you're going to be around people who want to be drained or want to drain you too. So charge your energy, find what you need to do that makes you uh, faster, stronger, more calm, more creative, more weird. If, if you're weird like me, like what does that mean that we're all, if you're, if you're creative, you're probably weird, whatever that means. And that's all okay. But, but study Study who you look up to, study who you don't look up to, but who's somewhere you want to be and figure out why. If you don't, if you don't even like what they do, still understand how they got to do what they got to do. Just understand yourself as whatever it is you want to be. You're already that, but you have to fulfill the steps to, to get to that point. Do you have any burning desires? I really just want to pay all my mom's bills. I think that's one of the burning desires I have. I think a lot of people feel that way. I want to take care of my mom. I want to perform for a big crowd. I'm very terrified. I think I've, the most people I've performed for 500 people. I, I really, when, I, when I'm not thinking of anything else and I don't have any motivation or anything, I just kind of get stuck in this picture uh, and I 
can't even fathom what that feels like, but I would love to do it. I really, I think I write a lot of my songs. This is another piece of advice for the songwriters. Um, write songs. I, I write a lot of my songs, or at least I will, keeping in mind what the crowd is supposed to do with them, what I want to experience with them. Um, and so I, I can't wait to just perform for a lot of people. I don't know if I'm going to fall on my face or if it's going to be magical, but it'll be great in whatever way, uh, whatever happens, but I can't wait to do that. America, it is I, MC Andrew Love. Let's chat and jam, and this is my special guest, Shadi Yell. Man, I love that name. <laughs> she is a dope artist, and she does a lot of things for a lot of different people. As you've heard her say in the show, she is a giving person, man. But she also lost her parents or her dad, which is the reason why she is who she is now. And she's making the music and she's just going for her dreams and she's crushing her goals because she knows that time wasted is money left on the table. And we just can't have that in, in our lifetime. And so you're right. When it comes to success, there must be action be followed before that, because without action, you can't have reaction. And so reaction is what other people do when they hear your music. And they're like, oh, man, Shetty, yeah, you're an awesome artist. I can't wait for your next song to come out. Eventually, you'll be seeing you in movies. That's where it's going next. Thank I mean, you. after you get famous in your music, you're going to get famous in Hollywood. It's where you said it. It's, it's always been this way. All the best artists that sing and songwrite end up going to Hollywood. And you know what? That's all right, because you could do that. This is what life is all about. Whatever decision and whatever way you want to go with life, you could go there. It's a free world. And I can't wait to see what happens for you when you decide you want to make it happen. Because I know when you make a decision on something in your life, that's exactly what it is. You're going to make it happen. Period. Period. Thank you so much. This has been a wonderful experience. I really appreciate you. And since you've been on my show for the first time, you have now become part of the Let's Chat and Jam fan, which means that you don't have to wait for me to call you. You can call me up and say, hey, Drew. I got some things I want to talk about, and man, I want to get it off my chest. So if you're promoting a new book, if promoting another movie, or promoting a new song, it's all right with me, let me know, because I'll go on my calendar and pencil you in, because whatever you got to say is important. In the meantime, thanks for coming on to my show. I want you to stay safe out there. And everyone else, you're welcome. And everyone else, I want y'all to stay safe. Wear a mask, wash your hands, social distance. Peace out, everybody. Peace. Hey, this is MC Andrew Love, and I want to thank you for tapping in to Let's Chat and Jam. We enjoy speaking to all these independent artists, but for without people listening like you, it would not be possible. So check us out over there on Google Podcasts, as well as Spreaker and YouTube. Thank you for listening. <laughs>